Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. I'm going by Michael now. It's my it's my God-given name. So, Michael it is. You see me, call me Michael. You can call me whatever you want. Uh, so, a couple updates. Running a little bit behind today. Fly into the gym. Um, Ada was up like every two hours last night with Geneva. So, this morning I took Ada so Geneva could sleep for at least another 45 minutes to an hour. And I put her in her little stroller, and we walked up and down the road, up and down the road, up and down the road, and we looked at the the birds and the trees and the bugs and the sun. We had a great time. I got some cardio in, too. I was like, I mean, we must have walked back and forth. We got a pretty long dirt road, so we live on a private road, and it's got to be, I don't know if it's a quarter mile. It might be about a quarter mile long. You run it down once, run it back. Nah, like just under a quarter mile. Like I think if you ran back and forth six times, it'd be a, it'd be a mile. So whatever that percentage is. But anyways, um, walked up and down the road with her. And uh, so I'm normally at the gym by now and probably already like, I don't know, about a quarter, quarter, mile, quarter, quarter of the way through my workout. But uh, I got to spend some extra time with little Ada today. So that was lovely. Geneva's pregnancy this time is much different. I gotta, I gotta give it to her, man. You know, getting up with the baby in the middle of the night while being pregnant. <laughs> you know, how many, how many people have a newborn and then are already pregnant again? Well, I guess newborn. She's, she's about five months now, which is nuts. March, April, May, June, July. Yeah, I mean, August gonna be five months. End of July will be five months. That's nuts. <laughs> oh man. I can't believe it's been five months. Like, I was looking at her yesterday, and I'm like, I I still think you're a dream. You know what I mean? She's so perfect. And I love every moment of having her in my life. And I just, I look at her every morning, and I'm just like, thank you, God, for this gift. Because I don't deserve it. Thank you so much, Lord God, for the gift of my daughter. Uh, blows my mind every day how blessed I am and I say that a lot and I don't say I hope I hope it doesn't come across as bragging I say it because it's the opposite it's almost self-deprecating you know I don't deserve it um, and God has just given me so much abundantly uh, but anyways I got uh, I got the band hammer on Instagram right after I told you guys to follow me and connect with me on Instagram I get I get banned so <laughs> That's, that's the way it goes. Uh, I think this time it was because, uh, I know this time it was because I suggested that uh, there is this, so the state rep for New Hampshire was the first trans politician. And what a way to set the stage. Got arrested for child pornography. So this dude pretending to be a woman had this partner who worked at a daycare and the cops released the text messages. Holy mighty, almighty, it is. Man, you want to talk about some depraved. I was going to share them on my story. I wouldn't even share the text message. That's how vulgar. I mean, he was asking his partner who worked at a daycare if he... Uh, this is going to be shocking to some of you, and I apologize in advance. These are what the text messages said. 
He was texting his partner that worked at the daycare and asking uh, if his partner thought his penis was too big to fit in the five-year-old girls. Yeah, dude. So uh, I suggested prison's not enough for this person. They need to be flayed alive upside down. Boom. Banned. I got banned for suggesting that we should skin a person talking about whether or not his penis would fit in a five-year-old. Yeah, that's I get banned. Hold on. But yeah, so I get banned for that. I, I, I couldn't believe it. So my whole Instagram account, I think I was up over 20,000 followers this time, gone. I used to have 50 at one point. I used to have 50. The first that when I was still working for the insurance company, I had a lot of followers, man. But this this page is especially upsetting because my engagement was like very high. Like I, despite being shadow banned into eternity, like I was shadow banned. Like you couldn't even find me sometimes, even if you searched. You would have to type my entire name out and bring it up uh, to even find me on Instagram. That's how bad I was banned. Like shadow banned. So um, this time, <laughs> I've got a strategy. I'm going to be somewhat mild, which is going to be hard for me, until I build a massive, massive following again, which I already have. I bet you I already have two, 300 followers this morning without even doing anything. Uh, I'm going to build a massive following. I'm going to stay unshadow banned. And then I'm going to pour on the content, the real stuff the juicy stuff. So I've got a strategy this time. But um, yeah, so Mike.Russin. That's it. Very simple. Mike.Russin. I wanted Michael Russin, but I got banned on that. <laughs> I got banned on that one. So here we are. Mike.Russin. Follow me on Instagram, please. Uh, and if you don't mind, either share like an episode of Obsidian Achievement, please. And this is what I'll do. And uh, somebody that listens a lot, please remind me. Richie, Richie maybe, Stephanie, uh, one of you two, if you guys don't mind. I'm not trying to put you to work over my podcast. But if one of you doesn't mind this Friday reminding me, either Thursday night or Friday, to do a drawing. Uh, if you share an episode, you're just pick your favorite episode or just the most recent episode of this show. And then you got to do it to your Instagram story. So part of this is going to be following directions, everybody. It's free money for clicking seven buttons. So share directly from Spotify, Podbean, uh, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to me, directly to your Instagram story. You don't have to put it like on your page as a post, just a story. And then tag uh, at Mike.Russin. So tag my new Instagram profile uh, and tell your people to follow me. Everybody that does this uh, Friday, I'll put everybody's names in a hat or a whatever, <laughs> some kind of receptacle, and uh, I will pull a name for $250 cash. Venmo, PayPal, well, I don't use PayPal because they tried to find people for hate speech. So Venmo, Apple Pay, uh, Cash App, Whatever you, if you live near me, I'll give you a straight, cold, hard cash. Whatever you want, I'll give you 250 bucks, the winner. So, But you've got to share an episode of Obsidian Achievement to your story 
and then tag at Mike.Rustin. That's all I ask. That's all I ask, and I'm, I'll give you guys money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll give somebody a chance to win 250 bucks. That's a half a tank of gas. That's a three days worth of groceries in this economy for a family of 10. So you've got to, you've got to I'm sorry, for a family of two, the opposite, small family, because everything's so, it's crazy, dude. I, again, I've said it many, many times, and I don't mean it to sound like classist or anything. I just like all the time, I'm like, I don't know how normal people are surviving. I don't know how. Dude, I got like five steaks the other day. It was like 150 bucks. I'm like, it, well, I mean, I got nice ones, but I was like, I can't believe. Like, what are people eating? You know, I think that's their goal is to make the, the healthy stuff so expensive that the only thing you can feed yourself and your kids is un pure, unadulterated crap. You know, I really think that's part of the agenda here. Boy, I'm, I, this is going to be a fast workout today. It's going to be real fast. Um, but what did, oh, yeah, okay, this is what I wanted to actually talk about. <sighs> Had some bulletproof coffee and now it's Celsius because i got to be absolutely ripping on my A game today got a lot going on but uh so I'm gonna give you guys such a life hack right now that I've done three days in a row and uh it's it's a game changer I've kind of talked about this before but if anything I didn't realize I have a major addiction yep Mike Russin is really addicted. I'm an addict. And the addiction is my cell phone. Seriously. I, I've taken the last three mornings and not touched my phone. Like today, weekday, I'm probably going to have to look at it around 9, 30, 10 o'clock. But I woke up at 5, 15 and usually the first thing I do is I roll over, grab my phone and start ripping. I have like this need to clear all my notifications. So I'll start with texts, then I'll go to email, and then uh, I'm still scarred from like having retention problems in the insurance industry. So I'll check my bank accounts. Like I literally just feel like I'm gonna wake up one day and something terrible. I don't know, I don't wanna speak anything into existence. So I like check all my bank accounts, and then I hit all my social medias, try to respond to everybody. And like this is like before I've seen the sun, this is before I've had water and TMI, my morning movement. <laughs> this is this is literally the first thing that I've done every single day for I don't know how many years now, 11, 12 years. And it puts me in a rotten, rotten mood. Because, you know, the text, there's usually problems. Social media, usually somebody's like call me a name or something like that, you know, or I was it's a leftover argument from the night before. So it's not always terrible, but it's, most of the time it is. Um, it's just the emails, problems, bills that are due, you know what I'm saying? Payrolls screwed up again, and this and that. So it's like I used to, I've been starting my day off pissed. You know what I mean? And stressed. Because the first thing I do is I grab my phone and I know pretty much, I guarantee you, if there's a thousand people that listen to me religiously, 999 of you do the same thing. Y'all know it. You know it. You know that's exactly what you do. You wake up, first thing you do is you grab your phone. Right? 
don't. Put your phone, like yesterday, I didn't touch my phone till I got home from church and I felt I was in such a good mood. My moods are very chaotic, which is why, listen to me, my moods are very chaotic, which is why discipline is so incredibly important to me. Discipline in my life is the glue that holds everything. Wow, dude, guy almost sideswiped me with his boat. Uh, discipline is the glue that holds literally everything in my life together. Everything. My moods are so chaotic. I'll wake up, I'll hit a state of euphoria where I feel like I can conquer the, the world. And then halfway to the gym, I get this, this tidal wave of anxiety for no reason. No reason. None. I'll sit there and I'll be like, that's the most frustrating anxiety for me. Is this is what, what, because I look at things as signals. What is being signaled to me right now? What am I not doing? What should I be doing? And then I get in my own head. Am I not working hard enough? Am I not spending enough time with God? And then before you know it, I'm sitting there in the, in the gym parking lot, staring at my steering wheel, having an absolute, just, just a, just a mental breakdown, <laughs> not a mental breakdown, but a little bit of an existential crisis, right? So my moods are so chaotic and then boom, I'll hit the gym and I'll come out and I'll feel like I'll feel like an absolute just animal just on top of the world again. And then halfway through my day I'll get tired. So it's like my moods are so chaotic. So discipline has to be the reigning force in my life. And I'd like to think I'm not the only one that's like that. I don't know, maybe I am. Maybe I'm just nuts, but my moods are up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down all day long. And things that I've done or that I am doing uh, have helped medi- mitigate those highs and lows uh, majorly. My morning routine, uh, cold exposure, you know, ice baths, cold showers. Uh, I noticed those really level me out. I think it's just, you know, again, when I was in the insurance field, bro, every day was just, no, you couldn't, and I'm not telling, I think insurance is the best start that anybody could get in their life uh, in terms of learning how to sell, in terms of learning how to run a business, um, but I was so far in, I was so all the way in, it dominated every aspect of my life. I walked away from God, you know, we did, a, there was just a lot of, you know, it was just crazy, it's just so much work, Right? so much hard work and you get lost in it you get lost in the rat race being number one being number one you were number one for last week well guess what it's a new week no yesterday's home runs don't win today's games these are things i used to say you know what i mean so it's like you've got to and it's that's the name of the game go to finance go to wall street because i know people will be like oh you guys were abused no you had a choice you idiots you absolute morons Oh, we were forced to, you weren't forced to do anything. You did it yourself. People like, I'm not, what I'm trying to avoid is sitting here being like, <laughs> the insurance game messed with my head. <laughs> I messed with my own head by not balancing my life properly. You know what I'm saying? And there's a certain amount of imbalance that needs to happen, but it's like, like, dude, when I started the staffing company, you know, I'm not really doing that anymore. I sold that one off. But when I started, I was doing 16-hour days. 
but I was managing myself in a much healthier way. Uh, and I think a lot of it has, I, you know, I just have a problem with authority. I don't like being told what to do. I would rather work 16 hour days because I want to, as opposed to somebody else telling me I need to, you know what I mean? And that somebody else telling me I need to could be anybody, industry leaders, books, like all this other stuff, right? I just, I, I perform much better under my own self-direction. I don't need other people to hold me accountable to getting the job done. I'm just going to get the job done. You know what I mean? But anyways, I don't even remember what I was... Oh, yes. Okay. So all this goes to say is in the morning, no cell phone for as long as possible. I understand some of you work nine to fives. You know what I mean? Where it's like you get to where you got to be on your phone. You know what I mean? It's part of your job. I get that. But between, let's say you wake up at six to nine o'clock, you shouldn't touch your phone. I mean, you can you bring it with you, but don't look at it. Right? Like, I won't, like, it's so funny because my brain will try to trick me. You know, I'm sitting there going to the bathroom this morning, again, TMI. And uh, my normal routine, that's, I'm usually bombing through my phone at that point, right? Going through everything. And uh, my mind tried to trick me. It's like, oh, why don't you get some Bible reading in? I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to read out of my physical Bible this morning. That's the plan. That's what we do. And my mind's like, whoa, you could get a head start now by using the Bible app on your phone. Don't worry, you could pick it up. Because in the past, the moment I open my phone, I'm going to be digging into it. I see those notifications at the bottom, texts and emails, and my something gets triggered in my mind. It's like a piranha can't help going after a dead zebra leg in the pond. Like, it's, it's just instinct almost. Well, it is for them. It's almost instinct for me. Clear it. Get it done. I'm very much... If there's something on my plate, I cannot let it sit there. It's got to be wiped completely. I'm not a leave task. I'm not a procrastinator. I'm very much an attack. I used to be a procrastinator. I'm not at all. You know, I don't, I don't think I ever was a procrastinator. I think I was more of, I was so busy at times in the past that certain things had to be put off. You know what I procrastinate? I procrastinate shit I don't care about, like the DMV, registrate this, like stuff that's not real, <laughs> that is being imposed upon me by other people. Like, oh, you need new contacts, but it's been a year since you came in and let us, you know, dilate your eyes. So, yo, you, you, you got to come in if you want contacts. No, idiot. I'll just order them online on the black market, you stupid moron. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to get my money. You want my, nothing's wrong with my eyes. I'm 31. I'm not going to have cataracts. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. People, yeah, it's just the bureaucracy, processes, systems, procedures. Hate all that. Light it on fire. Let it burn up and then dump it in the river. You know what I mean? I can't stand that stuff. It's not real. Register your car. For what? I already paid for it. I paid taxes on it. I had to pay to get a license. Now you want me to register it? You know what? Register these nuts. How about that? I'm telling you, dude, there is so much that just needs to be just overhauled that people just wake up every day and just do it because they're supposed to because we're all publicly educated worker bees. Oh, I got to go get my car registered. I got to go to the DMV where I'm going to be put in a long line and then mistreated by the absolutely miserable staff behind the counter. And there's nothing you can do about it. 
Just there's no competition when it comes to government agencies that forces people to be better with their customer service. You know, the bank. Oh, well, you know, if you want to change this with your account, you need to come to a branch. Well, there's no branch for 300 miles. So what now? Well, we just, you know, that's part of our procedure. It's just none of it's real. None of it's real. But anyways, I guess the point was don't touch your phone. <laughs> you can see I'm all fired up today. Don't touch your phone in the morning. I'm telling you right now, if you delay, you're, you're going to be in such a better mood. I'm, I'm so convinced that phones mess with our brain chemistry more than we could ever possibly imagine. I think that a lot of modern day anxiety comes from cell phones social media, the incessant checking of notifications and texts and this and that. You know, I, I really do believe that if you start, because I can tell you three days in a row, I feel great. No phone in the morning, three days in a row, I feel like a million bucks. I feel like a million bucks. I, dude, I was on cloud nine yesterday. I had such a good service at church. Like, I noticed I was able to pay, like, not touching my phone. I was very in tune and worship. Like I felt like I was genuinely spending time with God. I was able to pay such better attention to the message. I noticed that like I wasn't fidgeting as much. And I, I completely, I left my phone at home. Like I put it in my drawer, shut my drawer, got Ada and my wife, got in the car and left. I can't remember the last time I left my phone anywhere. It's been years, years and years, years. Like, there's so much around us that is real. Cell phones aren't real. The digital world is not real. None of it's real. It can literally be shut off. You wipe the electrical grid and it's all gone. It's not real. You know what I mean? You completely destroy. Like, let's just say tomorrow the electrical grid and the, the entire, like, let's just say it all went down tomorrow. If you just leave it sitting, it's not going to regenerate itself. Why? Because it's not real. You burn a forest to the ground, it's going to regrow. You know what I'm saying? You start focusing on things that are real. And stop, stop starting your morning stressed and anxious and jittery. And, oh, i got to check my phone, <laughs> my texts. What if, what if my boss, what if a client, what if I don't care? You can wait. Like, I'm telling you, I'm going to be moved. I've been saying this for a long time. I'm going to move closer and closer. It's going to start with, you can't access me until 1030 in the morning. And you won't be able to access me after 5 o'clock at night. You're going to have from 1030 in the morning till 5 o'clock. And you could bitch, you could cry, you could do anything that you need. You could bring problems to my attention. You can bend my ear. You could do any of that between 10.30 and 5 o'clock. But unless you're physically with me in person, you won't reach me outside of those hours. And then it's going to go to just certain days. And then when I've got more than enough dough stacked in the bank, all the businesses are self-sufficient, it's going to be like once a week. Once a week, I will run meetings all day long. And then it's going to be, I'm off grid. you got to fly out. Okay, my helicopter will pick you up at the airport and drop you on my property. <laughs> and we can talk in person. I'm serious. That's my goal. I want to completely eliminate 
and I'll still obviously do podcasts. I'll still do uh, YouTube, which I'm going to ramp up the YouTube, guys. I finally got a camera, and I just, I, it's been such a pain in the butt because I'll start to film, and then my iCloud storage fills, or my phone dies halfway through because it burns through the battery so quick, or it takes four hours to send the footage to Michelle, my media girl. So I finally ordered. Um, a web, a 4K, uh, what do you call that? Vlogger camera, whatever. So the YouTube content's about to get ramped up majorly, majorly. So keep your eye out for that. Um, yeah, stop touching your phone first thing in the morning. Spend time with God. It's just so funny. People say I don't have time. L- look at your screen usage. The first thing, I had a young guy I was talking to the other day at the gym. And uh, this kid, <laughs> tries, he's going to school, which i like, dude, you're an idiot first for doing that. Not an idiot, but you're, you're very silly for doing that. Uh, tried to talk him out of going back to school. But he tried to tell me he didn't have time because he wants to start doing jiu-jitsu. He's like, I don't have time. And I said, okay, do you mind if I see your phone real quick? Just real quick. I'm not going to mess. I'm not going to look through your stuff. So, yeah, of course, of course, gives me his phone. And I pull up his screen usage nine hours a day. Nine hours. And you could look at what's productivity, entertainment, social, all that stuff. And it was like 10% of that nine hours was productivity. And I'm like, you don't have time. You don't have time. You want to say that to me again with a straight face? He's like, oh, no. <laughs> like, I didn't think so. <laughs> I don't have time. Please. You know, everybody has more than enough time. We have too much time. Like, it's so funny. when we, we live in a world where you don't have to hunt for your food or gather anymore. And people tell me they don't have time to do, like, very basic tasks. <laughs> it's like, you, you know what I'm saying? Anyways, all right. Stop dicking around on your phone first thing in the day. Spend some time with God. Spend some time with your kids. Relax. Chill out. It's all going to get handled. All right. I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon.